0: Thank you so much for such a wonderful day Thank you for life Thank you for the opportunity to be here In your house We don't take it for granted at all Therefore we pray that Lord you will bless our time together Even at this part of the service And that we will not leave your presence The same as we came Thank you Father In Jesus name Somebody said Amen God bless you You may be seated Matthew chapter 3 Verse 11 Matthew chapter 3 and verse elf, verse elf, elf means eleven in Dutch. Yeah, learn some small, Dutch. Verse elf, elf, like I think was it Santa Claus and the elves? Was that elves? Or oh, that's something. It's the elves, right? Yeah, elf, elf. You say L-F, E-L-F, elf. If I can see you, you're looking gorgeous today. Whoa, Dwight, where's the money? Where's Dwight? Where the money? Where the money, man? I see, I see money come. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Sister Whitney, welcome back to Guyana. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I bless you. Welcome from what? Um, Las Vegas, Nevada. Wow. How is the brownie man? How's the white man? I hope he's okay. I bless you. It's good to see you. I uh, hear you. you you married already, you look looking like a young man. Yeah. I heard you break, you break your mind already. here we go. guy, they call him big There's a the guy who sees me, he calls me bigger, bigger. guy. He means a big man, right? Big guy. Yeah. It's a, it's a big guy, bigger, bigger. So I, I just translated, interpreted in my head that, okay, he means big man. <laughs> Every day there's some street language that comes up. Eh? Uh, said, bigger, bigger? I know you I know you somewhere. I said really bigger. I said, oh, okay, bigger means, it means it's a big man or something, isn't it? Hey, bigger. So it's the like brought bigger, huh? <laughs> a bigger. Helicopter is also in town. Helicopter! Hey. It's flying from the box sights, box side town. Mining town, isn't it? Mind it town <laughs> to um, 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 number two, polder, where the weather changes all of a sudden, isn't it? And I see Baba is in the house today, too. Babalu, Yama, Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man is in the house. So if you see gold in town, it means he's, he's around. Olena yeah. <laughs> is crying because she's collected all the gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she gets all the gold, so she cried in the corner. Well it's good to see your LP Princesses here from Batica as well. Hey she, she ain't got no bigger, she looking for bigger. Uh. Hey Joshua, you should touch the other one, not this one. Hey. Rest yourself. Your hand should go that way, not this way. <laughs> to the right, start to the left. Yeah, before before you get questions after church. You know them ladies. Is get questions after church and then they'll be messaging Bishop in the night. Bishop, what do you think? If you know, <laughs> if somebody's beloved, when I get a question, I said, Hello, mention names don't come. Some people sometimes they are talking to me, they think I was born yesterday. I a bishop. So, assuming if somebody as Hello, who is, is you or who? <laughs> I said to him, Before I give a a solution that is not practical. Because there's a difference between a case that somebody's case and your case. If it's your case, I'll tell you, you don't listen to preaching, that's why. (laughs) If it's somebody's case, I say, okay, you know what? Let's do this. this, this. So you have to be very specific when you're asking questions, isn't it? George, so right. You know where your writers? Yeah, in a police force, they didn't teach you where (laughs) writers. It's beautiful, it's good to see all of you. Um, just on a little sad note, I hear Sister Lynette Batters Matron passed away. For those of you who know Matron, she's passed away, so and she's a member of our church, isn't it? Sister King, is she not a member of our church? Yeah, so the funeral, I'm sure we will show our face. Whether Duane and Co likes us or not, we are still going there. have uh, Dax and all these fancy, fancy people. We knew her before the the, the, the they came into the picture, hallelujah! But I sad, you know. We we pray and we um, wish the family um, uh, to, you know, sympathy. And then, of course, we um, we wish um, sister Lynette, I'm sure she's in the, the Lord's uh, bosom, Ibrahims bosom, isn't it? May her soul rest in peace. She's one of the very, very first members of, of our church. I remember going to UG, um, you know, coming from Ghana, Africa. Students and school compounds are very good places to do evangelism because people are always there. They are not going anywhere. When you turn at Stabrook Market, Stab Market, you get a different experience. People are in a hurry to go and catch bus 31 or bus 32 or bus 43 or 72 or 92 or 94, all kinds of buses. You can sometimes seem to engage them. But for our system where we have boarding schools, where you go to any school, you find students. you find them plenty. And so you can witness to them. So one of the things I did was I went to UG to um, look for souls. I told every student was there, and I went. and said, "Oh no, not everybody. I have one or two people." And she's one of the uh, people I witnessed to. Um, and then she responded. She came to church, and she's been with us for many years. You know, her health deteriorated, but you know, in spirit, um, she's with us. But we serve the Lord in spirit and uh, not in, in spirit and in truth. I'm sure she also. Um, recognize herself as part of us all these years, and so um, we wish the family all the all the best and less confusion. Yeah, you know, you know how things work. Yeah, when big people go, the children is, do all kind of stupidness. <laughs> Hallelujah! All right, look at the person sitting next to you. Have somebody sitting next to you? Okay. The seat that's between you and the person, what your your husband, your, your man coming for it, or you your girl. I don't know why you have some seats in between you and some people. Bigger, bigger. bigger coming. Okay, bigger. <laughs> bigger. Uh, uh, major, is a bigger coming to sit on that chair. Sure, Okay, all right. <laughs> it's already reserved. I see you put something on the chair, it's reserved. Hey, eh? you're taking it back. Okay. <laughs> People have reserved seats as bigger is coming. All right, Matthew chapter three and verse 11. The Bible says that I, I, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, um, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He, he, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now, ladies and gentlemen, no matter where you pass, okay, in Christianity, you can't do without the Holy Spirit. And so, I've been trying to share about the Holy Spirit and then even who qualifies and how you can qualify for the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is somebody who is our guide now. She's a King, I had a birthday the other day, also, Independence Day it was a birthday. it was a big party in the house. All those who went, you have to bring your gate fee. I should have been there to call it the gate fee. <laughs> you get it? So the what we have the most important person in our lives is not the church, it's not the pastor, it's not the bishop, it's The Holy Spirit is God in the person of the Holy Spirit. And and it it is such that if you are a Christian and you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are missing somebody very, very, very crucial in your life. And there are so many, many Christians who don't have the Holy Spirit in their lives. You see, when Jesus was around, he called people to himself to make them disciples of him. God has also called us to himself and we are also the disciples of God through the one he has given to us which is the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So just as Jesus was physical and he helped Peter, James and John common men and lay people to become the way they became. In the same manner, they, they even were topped up. They received a top up of the Holy Ghost because they walked with Jesus personally. And then when Jesus ascended into heaven, the Holy Ghost came. They were the first to experience the infilling, the baptism, and the fire of the Holy Ghost. So they got a double experience. They were like the only ones who had that opportunity and that privilege. And so they were kind of very, very blessed. That's why Judas' case is very, very sad. Do you understand? Now, in our time, as Jesus left, Jesus can't come back and walk with us. So the person who walks with us to become more like God, to become more uh, uh, the way God wants us to be, is the Holy Spirit. So the lack of him or the absence of him in your life is a major gap. It's a major, a major, 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 uh, 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 what? Blackout. It means you have been disconnected from a very important source for your Christian life. That's why John, John promoted it. John spoke about him. He said, I, I am doing something because something has to be done now. It's just like when, um, you know, sometimes you, when, when you're married, for example, those who are married, when you're married, and then your wife is not around and you don't know how to cook. Pastor Joshua, I don't know why you're shaking your head. But no, what happened to you? <laughs> Your wife is not there, and then you don't know how to cook. So what happens is that you do tennis roll and peanut butter. Fish and chips. Hey, that's a lot. That, that's, that's a main meal. That's a chef. You know, egg and rice. Even that is big. Rice, I mean, you were able to cook rice. We are talking about something that you don't have to even light the stove. Because even the stove, you don't know how to light it. Or you go, oh, let's buy. Ah. (laughs) Or you buy puri. Hmm. Excuse me. So, of course your wife is coming to cook um, and so you are not going to buy because if you go and buy you spoil the cooking, isn't it? So the scenario you find yourself in is the scenario where you try and just do what we call first aid. You get it? So we call first aid. So something to just appease your stomach. Mm -hmm. Just feed the worms. Uh Just, Just tell them to keep quiet a bit. You know, just in an hour's time the main will come so this like some uh, you know call it what <clears throat> first course an appetizer or something like that now you do uh, um, maybe bread and peanut butter cricks, cricks I, I like the cricks and cheese you see you are waiting for the main meal which is what is going to satisfy you are, are you listening to what I'm saying that, that is what it is without the Holy Spirit without the Holy Spirit Jesus has come into your heart alright but the, there is a suspense if you want to call it there's a missing link the, the main character the main personality who is supposed to lead you and guide you and walk with you and make you into a better person is missing and this is not taught in uh, many many churches you come to church, you give your life to Christ, you do, you don't even give your life to Christ. You come to baptism class, <clears throat> you get baptized, they put you in front of the church and say, a new membership. <clears throat> and then they clap for you and they do something and then you go and sit down. We don't do that. Once you come here more than three times, you're a member. Yeah. Oh. It says that we, 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 our membership, our membership condition, that requirement is the lowest just come here, if you come here once, that's it you remember yeah, (laughs) it's very so simple yeah we don't make it difficult at all at all, it's like a girl who you buy one Chinese rice, that's it you take shape yeah (laughs) soup, Canton soup that's it take me with you alright, once you can buy soup means you're a good guy Some people looking for our kind of fancy thing before they say yes. That's why you've been there for a long time. (laughs) That's why you've been on the shelf for a long time. Because your conditions are too high and too hard and too difficult. (laughs) Kids meal. (laughs) Mix kids meal. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> People don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So understand it. I, I I want you to understand it. That's why I am preaching. I'm not just preaching a sermon. I am helping you to understand a missing link that you should not find yourself in. You shouldn't find yourself in this place where the major personality who leads you on the path of righteousness, who helps you to change. You see, ask for change. Ask for transformation. Forget about the bishop. The bishop, he has tried it, It has not worked. <laughs> oh yeah. Forget about it. I don't know what else. What, what changes you is the Holy Spirit. Or who changes you is the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit has a way of telling you something that he will not leave you until you do it. When you wake up, it's on your mind. You go to bed, it's on your mind. You sleep, is on your mind. He even wakes you up in the middle of your sleep. Nobody will tell you, follow what you say. My big brother called me. He's in, he's in Ghana. He called me, is that Ravi? He called me as Shopman. Must be Shopman as Ravi. All right. It's beautiful. <laughs> he called me and he said I should send him a scripture. Because he's at my father's my, my father's tomb. And he wants to, you know, you know how people do them things. Do make it nicer and all of that. And he wants the scripture on, on top of it. So I say, hey, what's going on? He said, dude, I got a dream. I had the dream. And when I had a dream, I had to, I, I couldn't, I had to come and fix this thing here. Because since we buried him, we've not gone there. This is about 2010. That's about 12 years ago. Nobody has been there because all of us live abroad. So he has resettled in Ghana. He sleeps in his room, probably sleeps on his bed, even. He got the dream, not me. <laughs> i me getting no dream. <laughs> he must get a dream. As much as he didn't tell me the dream he had, as much as he didn't tell me the dream he had, you could see that it was very pressing. It was very, very pressing that he, if I, when he called me, he was, he was at the cemetery. He couldn't even identify the spot. So the cemetery keeper The guy who, like when Jesus rose from the dead, and the woman went to look for Jesus, the gardener that Mary was saying, hey, can you tell me where his body is at? Because every decent cemetery has someone who who takes care of the place. Do you have someone? Lord Jesus. (laughs) Charlie, maybe we should should cremate you when you die. It's a very sad case so he's the one who so people like that they know, almost, they know almost where everybody is at so he's the one they went to look for and he came and he pointed out where my father was laid so he was there trying to you know clean up and things and he's going to organize some fancy thing that he needed a scripture when the Holy Spirit begins to talk to you Bishop Collins can't do anything about it what the Holy Spirit will do Bishop Collins can't do what the Holy Spirit will do your mother cannot do what the Holy Spirit to do, your father cannot do. It is God. Holy Spirit is God himself speaking to you about what he wants you to do. Hallelujah. And so, you cannot live your Christian life without the company of the Holy Spirit. And it's not everybody who has the Holy Spirit. Don't be mistaken. Just in case you thought otherwise. When you give your life to Christ, remember the Bible says that... um, Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Isn't it? If any man hear my voice. That is Jesus speaking. So it is Jesus who comes into your heart. Sometimes it's a little technical. So who is in my heart? It's the spirit of Jesus. But it's Jesus. It means that after you don't have the Holy Spirit yet. So those who don't believe the, the Holy Spirit, they are born again, all right. But they don't have the Holy Spirit who we need now. People will argue, oh, but I have the Spirit of God. What you have is not a, the Spirit of Jesus. So Jesus comes into your heart when you give your, your life to him. But you need the Holy Spirit. Now, rejoiner was saying something yesterday that I was reading in When God Walked the earth, he was saying that when the, the, the dove came on Jesus during his baptism, it was the dove that left the ark that didn't come back. <laughs> yes, that's revelation. That's the Holy Spirit. You, you see, you get into all these fantastic things because of the Holy Spirit. Oh, oh. you see, if you were to preach, eh, and your life, your life, your life is is, is limited. Uh, in, in terms of what you open up to and what the influence of the Holy Spirit can also uh, do in your life. So let's say you are doing one thing. If you come to church and go, come to church and go, and you, you, you have the Holy Spirit, it, it, it's, it's even impossible that you have the Holy Spirit and you come and go. It, it's impossible. You get it? Because when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you are very active. Oh, the Spirit can't come upon you and then you are sitting down, crossing your legs and drinking coffee. No, 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 no. no. Jesus said when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, shall receive power and you will be. So the Spirit comes for action. He comes to activate something inside of you. So people who sit down in church and don't, don't do a lot of things, they, they hardly have I think I have a microscope that I can use to test it for you. (laughs) I can test it. You hardly have the Holy Spirit. So, if you do one thing, the Holy Spirit will help you. Let's assume you have the Holy Spirit. He will help you to do one thing. If you do two things, the Holy Spirit will help you to do two things. If you do eight things, the Holy Spirit helps you to do eight things. So, the person who does eight things with the help of the Holy Spirit... Is more experienced and advanced, and looks like some superhuman being, specially called, specially gifted, than the one who does one thing with the help of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, "There's nobody who has the Spirit of Christ who says that Jesus is accursed." So, rejoinder is saying that the doubt that came to settle on Jesus. Is a symbol of the dove that left the ark and didn't find anywhere to settle. I, I underlined it immediately my, my, on my iPad. It's, it's, it, it just blows your mind. Then uh, there's another book I read. I think it's, it was, was, was Keith I was, I was sharing it with isn't it? It's a book you were asking me what title. When Jacob's, he said that Jesus is Jacob's ladder. The army of the dawn. The ladder that Jacob dreamt about, that angels were ascending and descending on it, 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 Jesus is it. It's Jesus who came to link heaven and earth. He's Jacob's ladder. How how do you find out these things? The Holy Spirit. It's only the Holy Spirit who will will, will help you to, because the Holy Spirit makes you read your Bible. And as you read your Bible, he begins to connect things and and like a puzzle. Connect things here. You read here, he tells you this, tells you that. And that's how if you are writing a book, you have all those teachings that the Holy Spirit has taught you and you put it in a book. Like the books that we have from our founder, for example. You wonder, ah, what is this anacaso? What is anacaso for? Compel power. How did they come? It is Holy Spirit who taught him. So, so what is the Holy Spirit doing for you? Is he really in your life? And John the Baptist, like I said in a few sermons uh, uh, ago, I said that John was the man of the hour. He had no business bringing any man inside. You see, if if John, if you are, if you have the stage, and you are you are selfish, you talk about you talk about what you're doing. But John brought somebody else who he says is mightier than him. It's not very simple to talk about, to get, go on stage and talk about somebody else. Are you listening to me? Are you paying attention? Are you here? Those, uh, you know, sometimes you go, to, you go to school, you're in the class, and then you, you sail. Is it sailing, you call it? There's no river here to sail, I beg you. Hallelujah. So pay attention. Look up. Look at me. Keep your eyes on me. As I move around, all the sleep will go. That's how we move around, when we preach. If I stand in a pulpit, you'll sleep. I can stand right there and preach 30, 40 minutes, but you'll sleep. You look at me; I'm uh, very uh, sleepy. So as I go, you follow me. It keeps you; it keeps you alive. Are you there? But as I'm moving around, you you're looking down or your your phone. You sleep. You get bored. Your mind will even be at your your girlfriend's house. Yeah. So John didn't even have to. He didn't have to talk about the holy. Uh, to, uh, talk about the Jesus coming. But it is because of the criticality of the aftermath of, of Jesus' death and resurrection. That is why it's like as lo- once Jesus leaves, then he has to be replaced. And so, just as you have Jesus with you, walking to the store, walking to school, because Jesus was flesh and he couldn't do that all over, he had to go for the spirit to come because the spirit can do it with everybody all over the Holy Spirit comes into you and he is with you he is your personal teacher everywhere you go the same for all the billions of people who have given their lives to Christ Jesus couldn't do that because he was limited to a, a human body in Jerusalem so everything about the Holy Spirit is just in our favor And so when you are a Christian and you are not baptized with the Holy Spirit, which means that you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit, your Christian life is a very dull Christian life. And that is what I was saying that it is the the presence of the Holy Spirit that even changes you also. Because Joshua, when Jesus came, he he changed Peter's life. He changed his life. Somebody who could just sustain, he, he doesn't Jesus, Jesus wasn't the owner of a business but he sustained them even though they were not working on a daily basis so that was a change somebody who is a tax collector leaves his job and follows Jesus all around it's a change apart from the indwelling of the Holy Spirit or the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that made them become preachers and all of that even before the Holy Spirit came they were casting devils small, small, small around they had something they were using to cast devils. Yeah, they had some small power. And then at the 70s, they came back and said, wow, the demons, were people were vomiting, people were falling down. Jesus said, hey, "Don't be too, don't, don't be too fascinated about that part. Just rejoice that your name is in the book of life. That's the most important thing. Are you there? And so, many Christian lives are not the way they are supposed to be because they don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And it comes by the baptism. What, the Holy Ghost uh, baptism and then fire baptism. And then from that moment onwards, you have him with you. Then he develops your life. As you build a relationship with him. Officer, what do you think? You agree? Bible's going to taught you that. Alright. Take your seat. So, we've done a few things. We've done a lot of things. I'm hoping I can end it today. And yeah, we looked at Uh, what happens when a person receives the baptism of the Holy Ghost? We did that, isn't it? Who can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? We did that. And then I think we are on how to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Isn't it? And the how, we say what? Number one, you must be born again. You must be born again. Why? Because the Holy Spirit does not come into dirty houses. (laughs) <laughs> the Holy Spirit does not dwell in dirty rooms I mean many of us some people don't mind your room is very fantastic and you don't mind <laughs> some people mind some people don't mind one thing I'm particular about is washrooms washrooms are very very critical because washrooms are very private, like, 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 you know, very, very private. So if washrooms are not clean, you can't be comfortable there. Yeah, nothing will come down. <laughs> yeah, so it's very important you keep your bathroom very, very clean. Where you bath, where you sit down, you download. Those places, it has to be clean, neat, nice, smelly, and all of that, airy. I have asked myself... Nobody has answered my question up to today and I find it a very foolish uh, 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 method. I don't understand why the toilet has a small window. Small. Why do we put small windows at the toilet? The smell. It comes out even me my with a small window. Nobody can, no contractor has been able to explain to me why. Have you asked yourself? So me, my, my toilet window is big. I need more air there. Have You talked about this? The people make us it's just like when oh, we're going to Madia. You're going to Madia, you know, when you go to Madia, you do, you do you get to Mabura, there's a police uh, outpost or something, and the normal, yeah, no, the, the 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 psychology of of of, of you to call it ignorance that they've subjected the people to is that when you are traveling there, you have to go to the police outpost and report. I don't agree. I don't agree. So when I'm going to Pleasant, when I go to UG, I should report to a police officer It's down. If I don't have to do that, then I don't have to stop at Mabura and report to anybody. So we're going to Maria, and then when you turn off on a Maria trail, the police out goes, it's like the back, maybe just like the platform, a a balcony we're trying to set up. And so we had a a young lady with us who was saying, Bishop, when we get there, we should go and report. I suck my teeth. i I going on my own business. Who I got to report to for war? I do nothing. I'm not a thief. I, the judge the, the didn't release me from the court and say I should report to police every three hours, every four hours. I'm in my country. I move freely and I'm traveling. And so, when well, we're getting good, the person said it again. I said, no, nah, I do nothing. So when I go there, I turn on the road and I I I, I disappear. So it's like, <laughs> hey, hey, Charlie, people have given you things in your head. Ah, that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it Doesn't make sense. <laughs> so they make us do, in fact, there are some buildings that the toilet, the window is very, very small. You can't even. You know, Someone says a sweet man, sweet man, escape or something. All kinds of things they, they, they talk about. But nobody has ever to ever explain it to me clearly. Because where we go and do something like this, that, that window should be big enough. That, that challenge, number two is not a simple thing to smell, on. Especially some people number two. We need, you just ask in your bedroom, you need air ventilation in the bathroom, in the toilet you need equal ventilation, if not vertical at least horizontal if it's vertical, maybe when you sit on the bowl people will be peeping you then do it horizontal but it should be big it should be big because them air fresheners can't do nothing when you eat your puri and your curry the air freshness can do nothing we need air freshness for puree and (laughs) curry no osmosis they should develop air freshness for the the particular type of food you eat rice, provision, egg bar (laughs) because depending on what you eat uh, the aroma of the place changes there's a high power (laughs) Yeah, are you there so the Holy Spirit does not come into dirty places so you must be born again remember the Bible says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit so before he can come there you must be born again the place must be cleansed clean clean your heart must be clean Jesus should have come there to say no this can't be here no this thing cannot no not this one not this one Jesus comes and he cleans the place then it's like you are now ready because the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you. you are you following so when you get born again that is not the end the next step is to be filled for the Holy Spirit to come and live inside of you and for him to do that, you must be clean first, you must be born again. I'm not saying that maybe you should you should have stopped lying because as for lying, people lie until they die. <laughs> so that's not what I'm talking about. It is the cleanness that only God can do, and that goes on in the heart. You see, God is not interested in cleaning your mind because you are not a robot. So it comes into the heart and it he leaves you with a mind. And he says, I've cleaned your heart. Now use your mind the way you like. I ain't putting no pressure on you. I've changed your heart. Where the source of life is, I've changed there. Now the heart, the mind, your decision, everything, that's up to you. Feel free and do your thing. Then when we are free, then we make decisions. Based on our minds and not by based on what he has put inside of us because we don't like what is inside of us is telling us it's new, it's difficult, it's challenging, so we don't like it. Then, gradually, as we obey our old mind, then the, the whole thing is reversed back to ground zero. So the first step to receiving the Holy Spirit is to be born again. You, 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 the righteousness of God must be your portion. Otherwise, you cannot receive the Holy Spirit. The second is that you must desire also. That's, um, that's why we're preaching about it. That's why we're talking about it. That's how John spoke about him. That the, the, Jesus is going to come and he's going to come with this. He described Jesus as somebody whose who's lace, shoe, shoes, laces he cannot even untie. It kind of introduces you to something spectacular. Like what? Is it Tom Cruise's new movie? Is it this weekend it's open? Like, what's the, what's the name of it? Top Gun. Top Gun. Tom Cruise, yeah. I just saw it. It's like people are looking forward to it. People are, people are, people are anxious to watch it. That's, that's the same thing that John made people anxious about Jesus. And then Jesus also told his disciples, don't leave Jerusalem. It's a very important gift God gave to us. But here you have a lot of churches who don't even speak about him. And so you have churches that you go, and, and that's how many of us have grown up in certain churches. You used to go to church, it was boring, you used to sleep. The, the places where you sleep because there are some churches when you sleep, there's something wrong about it with you and there are some, some churches when you sleep, oh there's nothing wrong about you in fact, there's a sleeping spirit around the pastor is just a releasing sleeping spirits because it's the spirit that gives life, if you go to a church that there's no life, there's no spirit and life is what keeps you awake life is what wants to make you go back you see, if you experience somebody with life, your, your life will never be the same again. Many people have not experienced people with life. That's why our relationships are so sour. Because we, we, it's very difficult to meet people who have life. That's why Jesus is supposed to be the one who we have experienced, who we know, who we can testify, that nobody can change our relationship with him because he's the only one who has life. Life is different from being alive. Life is different from being alive. And there are some people, when you meet them, your life changes forever. And so a church without the Holy Spirit, it's like a relationship that's not going nowhere. And many relationships are like that. When you ask the girl, well, when are you going to get married? Says, I don't know, must ask him. And when you ask him, he say, oh, we got to put some things together. Got to put some things in place. Ten years. Bigger campus not in place. <laughs> you are with me. Yeah. The Bible says James chapter 2 verse 26 that as the spirit without the body or as the body without the spirit is dead. So, so people say why are you saying this about this church? Why are you judging somebody's church? We have all the information to to, we have all the knowledge and the wisdom based on the information we are getting to judge or to speak about the thing people get offended or people get affected when you make pronouncements but we know what the word says so from the basis of the word it's like a doctor you go to a doctor, you look at the science you have coronavirus, why don't you beat him up and say, "Dress yourself you believe the doctor (laughs) I mean you go, doctors can tell you something people go to the doctor for the doctor to tell them things and the doctor doesn't tell them things. And they come back worried. Yeah. I know I'm not feeling well. I went to the doctor for him to tell me indeed that I'm not feeling well. When I went, he said, no, you shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be. You should not be feeling not well. You should not be, feel, you should not be feeling not well. <laughs> Nothing wrong with you. Now you get messed. Because you want the doctor to say, yes, something wrong with you. You give the doctor an offering. You pay your tithe to the, the doctor. Yeah, doctor says sleep here. Don't go home. He said yes, doctor. I'll sleep here. Then you call your mother. Mother, please, said, say I can't come home. They she bring me clothes. You do all of that. And so for us also as ministers and as God's, God's servants, the word of God is like the doctor's manual he has learned to be able to diagnose what is wrong with you. And also for us with the Bible, we can also see that this church doesn't have the spirit. This guy, the church that he saying he's doing on radio, it's not a church. It's not because I'm full of myself or anything. I have the information in the written word to pronounce on situations. Don't <laughs> tell the doctor that what he's saying is rubbish. I Don't see people go and abuse the doctor for telling their relative that they have they have heart attack, heart problems. I say, Come, let's go on Facebook and let's insult the man who said he has heart attack. But when I say that that is not a church, even the name Bashmet is not a good name. You abusing me. Use your mother, it's your mother you got abuse because you are ignorant. You think that in the church there's nothing that guides us because you don't understand that the Bible is just as the lawyers, the, the constitution, the law, just as the doctors, the manuals and the books they read, just as every profession, the books that guide them. We have the greatest of books that guides us. And we speak from the knowledge of that book. Not about ourselves. So when I say something, I have nothing, I have nothing against Joshua, I have nothing against Kendrick. I'm just looking at the signs I've seen, and I'm bringing an article, uh, Article 2 and Subsection 26, which says that for us, the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works. So when you say you have faith, the only reason why you can say you have faith is that there are works to prove that you have faith. The only reason that makes you alive is that you have the spirit. And if you're a Christian and you don't have things that show that you have the spirit you don't have the spirit Christians with spirit, they are not dead, they are alive and when you are alive, you have a name people know you, you have shoes you have clothes, but you're a Christian then you say you have a Christian, you are alive but you don't have shoes, you don't have clothes, there's nothing to show That's yourself you say you're a Christian and you have the spirit of God. Really? What is the proof that you have the spirit of the Lord? Because you come to church every Sunday. No, 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 no. No, 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 When you have the spirit, there's life. Bubbling with life. So if you don't find life here, then means that there's no spirit here. If you find life here, then the spirit of God is here. So you don't have to say, "Oh, I am thinking about it whether well, I should come again." It means you, 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 you should take you to prison or jail or somewhere. If you, if you are here for the first time, I'm teaching you something. If you like the service, it means that there's life, because anybody who has life, when you meet them, you either like them or not like them. But you like those who have life. People who don't have life. I mean, like she, she, she doesn't talk. They ask her something. She's what you saw. I said mm, mm, mm. well, mean, well, people like that. There's no life. But our people in up, so oh hi hey this oh yeah oh sure yeah no this hairstyle they, they, they again is very lively alive life it's like first like when you meet somebody you you fall in love it's life you're calling you texting emojis you are downloading emojis on your phone the emojis, oh, that came with your phone, or that came with the app that you downloaded, it, it is limited in your expressions. Yeah, you felt a blink. you get Chinese versions. Jailbreak that will give you emojis that nobody has. Hearts that go around, the heart is going around. Like, <laughs> 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 they put the half spread around hearts. So it's only that one heart that uh, emoji that one heart that we have. But Pastor has the jailbreak version. Ah! <laughs> okay. send me a so I can also download it on my phone. that is life. When you meet somebody who you, it, it, yes, that's life. when you are going to sleep, they carry before you sleep. Baalu! <laughs> Why like, is you see Richard and, 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 oh, Linda? Hey, I don't know where they get the pictures from. I said, when, when I look at your pictures, I, said, I don't have no picture in life, oh. <laughs> hey, Babalu. Oh, Linda, you are my, my dearest. I will love you forever. Hey, the cover <laughs> covered with hearts. People become designers and architects. Hey. building contractors, oh. <laughs> yeah no. I'm trying to help you understand when we say life so if you go <laughs> you go to a church where the place is quiet you have to even watch how you walk and tip and then you sit down and then you uh, say, uh, 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 uh. you can't get up you won't go to see, those churches even if you want to go to the worship you don't get up you can't get up. You can't. It's we church that you get up to go to Washroom. You go to them churches, you're frightened for get up. The place is so quiet that when you get up, people will know. Well, where, where is she? Where is she going? But here, because there's life, you also take it to the, to the extreme. You also get up. Like, I want P. I want P. Where is the P? to Washroom? You go to those churches, you see Peter is there. Mary, Mary, you fighting Mary? Mary is right there with his baby Jesus. And then maybe you see angels on the earth. You, you can't get up. You can't drink water. They're watching you. You're fighting for pick up your water for drink. <laughs> Jesus on the cross, big one here, watching you with his face like that and blood on his arm. You can't get up. You can't get up. You can't get up. You can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> You sit down, and even uh, you go to a place, the the, 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 People are very fantastical. If we were going to give you one cup, everybody come with one cup. I have my big cup, and I have my napkin. When you come, I give you the blood, the, the, the wine to drink, and I wipe it. You see how many people say, I'm ingoing, them. I'm ingoing. I'm going." But when you go to those kind of churches... You don't care whose mouth has gone on a cup. <laughs> you go. And you find, you find it so sacred and holy. No yeah. objection. No objection. There's nothing they do that you object. Yet, no life. It's like you go to the cemetery. <laughs> you're afraid. You, you can't sleep on the tomb. You're you're afraid, Eric. Are you there? You're afraid in the cemetery. Yeah. You pray. Yeah. But when you come to our churches, when you say, "Oh, sit down, be quiet, and listen," to what's that? Oh man, there's some big man at the back there. He's telling me I can't sit down. I can't do that. I can't do that. What kind of control is this? What kind of church is that? If you go to Bridam Cathedral, you can't get up. The big, the, the big man comes, my big brother, he comes. Even his dress that he's wearing is even scary. He comes and he comes in, he, he's blowing some smoke like that. You <laughs> see, some, some archangels are coming. You can't move! You can't move. You're not trying. And he even reads the sermon in a language you don't understand, but you still go! Then you come and tell me that you don't understand my accent. My accent, you didn't understand what I had. When you went to say, you didn't tell me that you don't understand what he's saying. Because there's no life. So you can't ask anybody who, you can't ask dead people questions. You can't misbehave to dead people. So you conform because there's no life there. But because there's life here, that's why you also react. Because there's life. And that is what must guide you to choose a church, you want to make us your church. We are not saying we are perfect, but th- th- we are using the scriptures. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you understand my doctor lawyer thing I'm saying. You can't tell us that we are judging you when we are using the scriptures. So, you have to desire life. If your life is okay with you, you don't want the Holy Spirit, fine. He is not going to force himself on you. That is why he is in the symbol of a dove. Doves are very delicate to deal with. You have to, if you're going close, you're walking towards a dove, you have to be very careful. Because any little thing, he flies away. The Holy Spirit does not, does not in fact, the Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. He is not somebody who wants to force himself on you. No, 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 no. And so, what will make him feel you need him is invitation by desire. That's why you must desire. If you don't want life, because some people don't want, they don't want life. Oh. There's a lady who I know, she has eight children with a man. Every day the man says, I'll marry you next year, next year, next year, next year. Every, every year, she's leaving the man. She's, every year, she's leaving the man. Up to this year, she's, she still hasn't left the man. <laughs> she likes the life. She wants the life. People like that, you can't beat it out of them, no matter how many lashes you give them. People like, people, people have desires. People like taxi drivers. Once you drive a car, HB, HC, oh, you get through. People like bus drivers. Once you drive a bus, ah. Once you are conductor or you are tall, especially forty-two, or some people forty-seven. Some people like tall guys. Some people like short guys. Some people like fat guys. Some people like businessmen. Some people a businessman. Oh, six. Some people like physique. I <laughs> like i like comedy. You know. You know. You <laughs>
1: I'm back.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people have desires. There are people who like people who are in jail. Yes. There, there, go, to, go on YouTube. You'll find documentaries on it. People like, they like rapists. They, they, they like people who are on death row. Gunmen. Once you see a man with a gun, I mean, you are, you are in love. I want to be with you. If, if you like people who take risks, cocaine dealer, like the guy is dealing in cocaine. Yeah. What I'm saying is it true or not? Women like men of all sorts and grades. Yeah. So, so the same thing with the man called Holy Spirit. If you don't like him, he doesn't like you too. <laughs> you know, if you like him, he's gonna like it because he is the carrier of life. Yes, yeah. So people like police officers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I tell you. So people like singers. If you're a man like Brother and you can sing. Read your Bible. Oh, read your Bible. Oh, catches oh, oh. uh, melting. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so be like men who sing, we like men who sing, so be like men who do who dance. I don't <laughs> like that. The man who plays keyboard. Oh, when they see that, they say, "How oh, you are touching the keyboard?" So he he will touch my body. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, yeah. there are some girls who like Leo because he plays the bass guitar. I know, I know, I know. This one I know. Well you see me, in the corner there, you don't you don't even focus on what is going on. There is the song, the lyrics. You still don't know any song because it's you and you have be watching when you come to church. <laughs> <laughs> this side this over this side. Here. This is bigger this side. This is side. <laughs> you string me up good, you string me up good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we were like people who play drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, there's some women who like lashes, not like whips. Whip, right? Like, like, <laughs> so as he plays drums, he could whip me up. <laughs> yeah. No, there are so many desires in this world. There are some people who like to be beaten when you're having sex with them. I know and I've heard it. There are some women who scratch you, some who bite you, some who beat you. When they are breaking, they slap you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The different, different, different things. Oh. oh, there are things in this world. Some, some who shout. You have to put the pillow on their mouth. <laughs> coco no oh. yeah. and so who who who, who shake like their the con- convulsion like women so people are different and people like people of different calibers People like some people like men who do, who just talk. They can't do anything. They are liars. They are scamps. They, will, they will come uh, today. They will come and say, "Yeah, man, babes, man, we're gonna go to Canada." Next week we to, to Canada. Next week you don't go to Canada. He still likes him. And yeah. then a friend comes and says, "Man, he tell you, how can I?" He I you. Left you, you jealous? me, man? You, jealous. It's me, man. <laughs> me left you, man, for nobody." In the same way, you cannot say that. The Holy Spirit should come to you. Your Holy Spirit should be, just be given to you. You must desire him also because there are things in your life you desire. There are things in your life you desire that you go for. So He also need to be desired. He also need to be desired. If you desire somebody to be lashing you, you know, I like you're crying and lashing you. Holy Spirit said, nonsense. I must also be desired. Ah. People can put words together. Words don't mean nothing. Put it together because of their desire for somebody. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder where you are. I can't, I can't live without you. My world is shaking without you. You're the only mosquito in my net. Ah. Bite me for free. <laughs> yeah if we desire things around then the Holy Spirit is also saying that you know what you can't have me if you don't desire me and that is why I'm saying that It is not so common in churches. You think that every church has a spirit and every Christian who goes to church has a spirit. It is not so. Because many people don't desire, they don't even know what they desire for the Holy Spirit to do for them. So they tend to desire the things that they like. Desire new dresses, new clothes, desire friendship, going out, having a good time. But they don't see what the Holy Spirit will do for me. What I want is a good time. So it's not something you should take for granted. That you are here and you have the Spirit and you are baptized with the Holy Spirit with fire. And once you desire him, then the next thing you do is that you have to hustle him. You have to talk. Pray and ask God to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Now, if you like somebody, you talk to them. Don't you do that? Is that what you do? You can't pass them and smile. you, know, you say, <laughs> <laughs> You can't do that. Yeah. You like somebody? Say, hey, come, I like you. Come, come, I like you. Come, babes. Who you call them, babes? <laughs> then I will have to we have to look at your negotiation skills. Because there are some women they like you, but they, they pretend they don't like you. They play hard to get. Those who pretend. Yeah, they can give you a very hard time. A woman like that. Yeah. So you as a man, you have to you have to be like better gadgets. You should have things. Yeah. When they say no, they mean yes. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't, if you understand say no, so no. no. All right, man. I sorry. No, it's no no, yes. it's yes. He said, Come, come, yes, come. Yes. Yeah. So you must be clean. As you born again, you must desire. And then you must ask, I want to be with you. I want to be with the Holy Spirit. I want to be with, I need you. God, please, I need your Holy Spirit. I want to be with the Holy Spirit. All I need in this world is the Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, how I love you, how I want you, how I need you, how I miss you. Oh, Holy Spirit, hold me and squeeze me. Oh, I miss you. Yeah. If you don't know those things, your life is going to be without what God intends for you to get. Yeah. So I I pray you desire him. Yeah, pray it will be your strongest desire. Pray. That's why it's important to pray for the spirit. Pray for the spirit. Pray for the spirit. Pray always. Always pray for the Holy Spirit. Always pray. I need you. You know, put it on Facebook. Call Facebook, Babalu. I miss you. Oh, you read Good Morning Holy Spirit by Ben Hill. You understand what I'm talking about? to read, to understand that he's a person, he's not some spirit, he is a person he can speak to you he can teach you, he can guide you he can comfort you, let me tell you if you have the Holy Spirit not having a husband, wouldn't be a problem you know, until you get a husband because there's nobody else you desire but a man a man much man, I mean you like man too much spirit and see. He has life. I'm telling you. Number four. Exercise your faith by speaking out in tongues. Exercise your faith by speaking out. Ask chapter 2 verse 4. We are closing just now. That's, that's it. There are steps, you know. When you when you when you're growing up as a boy, you, you you sometimes have some friends who teach you bad things. I, I've not I've not um, I don't think I've ever come across somebody who teaches you teaches you how to hustle women. I'm sure there are some around, isn't it? They tell you what to say, all the lies you should say. And one of the things that I think I was taught when I was growing up by somebody said, "Don't tell them you like them. Tell them you want to marry them. Straight up, be straight. I want to marry you." It's only say you want to marry you. She'll see that you're so you're so serious that they can't resist. So we don't go, so I want to be with you. No, no, I want to marry you. Yeah. Hey, I can't let I want to marry you tomorrow. And when a woman hears marriage, you say, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, give me a chance, man. But we have to start before we go to marriage, right? But time uh, we start with we finish, I I <laughs> Like that. But the word that some some people uses they go serious, they go for the kill straight up. Said you're so pretty, I want to marry you. Hey, there's a who get who they blush when you say that. Because the guy who you left or left you, he never told you he'll marry you. I meet you one day. And I say, spot on, love at first sight. I want to marry you. We'll be happy. You'll be happy. So what? This is what I've been looking for. God is good. He moves in mysterious ways. Exercise your faith by speaking in tongues, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began, and began, began. When we pray for people to receive the Holy Ghost baptism, this is where many people get stuck. They they wonder, how do I speak in tongues? I don't know what to say. You have not taught me anything. You didn't take me through classes to teach me how to speak in tongues. So people get confused. What happens here is that we speak by faith. You get it? Once you have failed, like I explained a while ago, that once something is filled, once a bucket is filled, once your, your, your water tank is filled, there will be an overflow. And the overflow will generate a sound overflows always generate sounds. And so when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the overflow will generate a sound in the form of tongues. Tongues that you cannot explain, you cannot interpret, you cannot translate. That is what happens. And so when you are filled, when you ask God to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, the next step, this is like self medication. It's like giving you uh, uh, um, this thing that you test to see whether you are pregnant or not. Many of you have a lot in your house. Every month you are checking whether you are pregnant or not. It's in a drawer. Calvin saw it in the spirit. <laughs> you're always checking to see whether you are pregnant or not. Because you know what you're doing. What happens is that the doctors have, and the pharmacists have given you power to check your own pregnancy status. Like I, I was telling you, when I was in Houston, Texas, and I was going to do COVID tests to come back. They gave me the test the, my, my, themselves. When you go to Eureka or somewhere, the people say, Come sit down, like a child. You raise your head. They ask, Is it painful? No, no, are you big man, are you frightened? That's what they tell you on top of that. But <laughs> in some places, they give you the kit. You put it in your, your own nose yourself. You put it back in the test tube, and then you hand it over to them, and they take it. They don't, they, don't, they don't come close to you at all. But there are places where somebody will come and sit down. So what I'm doing now is that I'm giving you what you can use in your house. How to be baptized? The Holy Spirit. The points are right there. Number five. Isn't number five or number four? Number four. By faith you speak in tongues. And they were filled and they began to speak. Though nobody made them. They themselves began to speak. So it's not something that you have to wait for 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 your body to start shaking <laughs> Bishop it's not coming <laughs> Bishop please it's not coming <laughs> can you touch my head more it's not touching head it's speaking by faith When we understand it like that everybody who comes forward to baptize will speak in tongues because when you are learning any new language what you hear is what, is what you say so what you hear in your spirit that's what you also say and don't think that, oh, what's that? It's nonsense. Oh, it sounds like uh, about the Rudy's tongues. Do you know about the Rudy's tongues? Were you there when he got his baptism? So many things that come in to kind of prevent us from receiving. But this part now comes by faith. Exercise your faith by speaking out in tongues. And then finally, once you start speaking in tongues, don't stop it. Once you fall in love with the Holy Spirit, don't stop loving him. Isn't it? As you fall in love, don't stop loving him. Exercise your faith by speaking out in tongues. If at number four, you can say, Take him to the altar, take the Holy Spirit to the altar, and make your vows. Because you speak, that's when you speak it. And you say, I'll be with you forever by faith. I don't know what 20 years is going to bring, but by faith, I'm going to be with you. Exercise your faith by speaking out in tongues. And then number five, once you start speaking in tongues, keep on. Don't stop it. Keep on praying because you have to keep on praying because it's like rivers of living water. Jesus said in John seven thirty-seven to thirty-nine that out of their belly shall flow rivers. So once you start speaking in tongues, don't stop. You continue speaking. Don't just uh, be in love with the Holy Spirit just for a day or two. Let it be an eternal uh, love relationship with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let's stand. You am not clapping. <laughs> yeah, man. It looks like humor. Wonderful. So um, I don't know those who are, if you have a desire. It, you see, the desire comes, the desire is proving by how quick the Holy Spirit descends on you. Are you with me? I'm going to ask those who, if you don't speak in tongues, but you are saved. Maybe I should do the altar call first. You are here, you are not born again. Let's do the cleaning part first. You are here this afternoon, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my heart to God. That's the first point. That's the first step. Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want my heart to be clean. I need Jesus in my life. If you are here like that, I want you to just lift up your right hand. I will pray with you. There's your right hand. Bishop, please. I want to be saved. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. you need Jesus in your heart. Say, Bishop, please. It's me. I'm not shy. I'm not afraid. My hand is up. God bless you. I see that hand. If you lift up your hand, I want to ask you to come come forward. Let me pray with you. Come. Come. Put your hands together for the master. Come. God bless you no oh, clap Come, as they come. Come, as they come to Jesus. Do you speak English? You speak English. Okay, where are you from? You're from Pomeroy. Okay. But you have the best coconut water ah, yeah. pomeroo is a place for coconut water don't worry them coconut water at border market don't worry them The pomeroo is a place for coconut water please take me with you when you're going back I want to drink some Pomeru coconut water <laughs> beautiful this is one of the best decisions you can ever make in your life a preacher said that there are days, there are dates and days in this life the only one that is sure is the day you die the day you you'll you be born it's not sure, you can come out 7 months you can come out 6 months you can come come out 9 months you'll come, ask for that you'll come but, but the day you die you can't change it and this prayer is to secure you when you die. Because when you die, there's a place on the left and there's a place on the right. Jesus said he will separate the sheep from the goats. He said he will separate the wheat from the tares. On that day when you die, there will be two, two ways. There's a why. so we go straight and when you, you go right or left. If you have Jesus, you go right. If you don't have, you go left. People joke with it, but it is so real so real. So I'm excited that you are here. I want you to close your eyes with me. Lift up your two hands. It takes a very simple prayer and Jesus will come into your heart and you'll be a new person. So if you are here in front, pray this prayer with me. Chair joining as we pray together. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus died for me. I believe God raised Jesus from the dead. I believe Jesus is alive. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and make my heart your home. From today, I believe that Jesus is in my heart. And because of that, I am born again. I am saved. Saved from hell. My name now is written in the book of life. Thank you, Father God, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for everyone here in front. pray this prayer. I pray you don't have to prove anything. But I know that their lives have changed. From today until the rest of their days, I commit them to you. And they will serve you. They will follow you. They will not slack in the prayer they have prayed today to walk with you for the rest of their days. Let them get to know the Spirit more. Let them get to know you more. Or draw them to you and draw yourself closer to them, oh God let them never fall by the side of the road where their faith is concerned i pray your blessings will begin as the children of god they will enter into this place of blessing and that they will see a difference between now and before they walked in thank you father in jesus name amen we believe you have been blessed by the powerful teaching of god's word for booking and more information on the ministry of bishop collins Please call us on 592-225-6760 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. You can also log on to www.shepherdhouseinternational.org. God richly bless you.